as a hakdama mm-hmm. reading, we're starting. We're going to be doing parshas Bahar and Bechu Kaisai. Really, Medina the Gemara, Bahar Bechu Kaisai is the introduction to Shavuos. And this is the Gemara at the end of of Masechtes Megillah, where the Gemara says that that the Toichacha, mm-hmm. the rebuke that we find twice in the Torah, <coughs> in the end of Parshas Bechu Koisai, that we find in this week's Parshas Bahar Bechu Koisai, and that we find in the end of um, sorry, in the, in the end of, of, of uh, in Savai in Sefer Dvarim one is read before Rosh Hashanah and one is read before Shavuos that's what the Gemara says tail end of uh, of Mesechus Megillah why? Says the Gemara, because we want to end the year and all of the um, curses. Ezra Tikalem Li Yisrael. This is not you and I made this takana, worked this out. This is Ezra HaSefer, the one who who was the person who came when they built the second base Amigdash. Ezra HaSefer gave us our tefillah gave us Kali Yisrael, a new lease on life the Gemara in Lamed Aleph on the base says this Chazal, Ezra HaSefer Tikkun Lehem Yisrael Shiyu Koyrim Klolos Shibatoris Koyinim Koyrim Atzeres then you should read Parshas B'chukaisa before Shavuos and Shav Mishnah Torah Koyrim Rosh Hashanah and you should read the ones in Kisavai before Rosh Hashanah so Taisus already says that it's not the Shabbos before. We have a buffer of Bamidbor, like we'll have next week, right before Rosh Hashanah, right before Shavuos, and we have the Parshas uh, Nitzavim right before, and that's for a different reason. But what <coughs> what earmarks the coming of Rosh Hashanah and the coming of Shavuos? The Klolos Shabbat Mishnah Torah and the Klolos Shabbat why? Says, asks the Gemara, my timer, what's the reason for this Takana? Omar Abaya, the Tamer of Shesh Logish, Keshetichla Hashana, the Kiloloisel. So the year should end and all of its all of its curses and non blessings should be behind us. We should start anew. So the Gemara says, I understand Shav Mishnah Torah, Rosh Hashanah is a, a new year. We dip the apple in the honey and we wish everybody Shana Tova and we understand that. But what's with uh, what's with Bichu Koisai before Shavuos? What kind of Rosh Hashanah is that? Otu Atzeres Rosh Hashanah as says the Gemara. The Gemara says, in Rosh Hashanah Atzeres Nami Rosh Hashanah Shavuos is also a Rosh Hashanah, the Tanan. Like we learned at Mishnah, Ba'atzeres HaPiris Ha'ilan. What? Shavuos, we pray for the fruits of the of the tree. Oh, I understand. Let's go on. We're fine. We got it. What? What, what does that mean? 
fruits of the tree, first of all, why we pray for the fruits of the tree on Shavuos, and what does that have to do with uh, the, that the year should end with its... So, so the Svarim and the Meforshim explain that we're not just talking about agriculturally the fruits of the trees that are being harvested or beginning to be harvested. Shavuos, we know, begins the process um, of uh, Bikurim from Shavuos till Sukkot. You read, you know, you you bring it and you read. It's the beginning of that season. That's true. But man is called Hihodom Eitz Hasade. It's a pasuk in the Torah. In, uh, we had, we just had in the in the, in the few parshas ago. Hihodom Eitz Hasade. Man is a tree. And what is considered his fruits? His fruits are his chidushe Torah, or his connection to Torah. What he, what he gives over, what he promotes and helps build Torah, and, and the, the Alshech says in the beginning of uh, Sefer Tillim, it says, Ve'etz yitain Talking, addressing the person. Right, that a person is that he shouldn't go after the shouldn't walk in the counsel of wicked. And he should find his desire in Torah Hashem. And in his Torah, how did it change from Torah Hashem to Torah Sai? Says the Gemara Navaydazara. First, it's Torah Hashem. When you learn it, when you absorb it, when you acquire it, it becomes your Torah. That's that's the the the, the what man has, what man possesses. He can make a Kenyan on Torah. Then it's Torah Sai. When it's your Torah, knock it out day and night. That's what that's Torah say. Then the pasuk says, It's not talking about fruits that you buy in Ralphs. It's talking about Torah. Says the Alshech. It's talking about every person's chidushe Torah, every person's connection with Torah. Are we all writing Reb Chaim al-Rambams? <laughs> Not necessarily. But we live, the Torah that we live, that's our Chiddush. That's our connection. Torah Soi. The fact that it changed from Torah Hashem, it was distant from us. We broke our heads to understand a, a, a Gemara in Makis. Right? And we chazed it three, four times, or ten times, until we understand it. We broke ground. We broke ground... <laughs> then it's Torah Soi. You changed it from Torah Hashem, distant, to Torah Soi. It's mine. Yeah, you're right. I didn't understand what it was all about. What are all these things? I don't know what these mitzvahs are. Orla, Kilayim. But I broke my head. I read it in English four times, then I read it again and again and again. Now it's mine. I understand it. It's Torah Soi. That's Ashepir Yitbi. That's the fruits of Torah. That Shavuos is the time of the Rosh Hashanah of how much Torah a person is going to get throughout the year. This is what the, the Svarim all write.
and, and therefore, therefore, Ezra was misakin that we should read the Toichacha, to bring a person back on track, put the klolos, put the distance that he, perhaps we have distanced ourselves by getting into other things mm-hmm. throughout the year, we, we corral ourselves back and bring ourselves back to the, to the focus on Rosh Hashanah of life itself, mm-hmm. what life itself is about, and perhaps equally as important on, on, on Shavuot's time to how that we can have a connection to Torah that we might have thought all year that, ah, what can I already can I understand? I can hardly read a Rashi and I, what do I understand? I read it last year, now I don't, even, I don't remember ever reading it again. This happens to all of us. Don't think it's just to the great, the greats. That only happens to me and not to the greats. Everybody, we're human beings. And, but every year we can come back to Shavuos and, and, and read those Toich and put the past behind us and reinvigorate ourselves to go through the process of Torah Hashem and to change it into Torah Soi. That's what the Gemara in, in Megillah says. And this is what we come into Parshas Bahar B'chu Kaisai and Bahar Before we go on, can I, when yes. we use the term we should have our chalik and Torah. Right. So what does that say mean? That? My, I mean, the Torah is infinite. It's vast. So what does it mean? Is it, what is my chalik, my portion? What does that really mean? Well, that's a good, that's a good question. You need a whole shear on really? that. Uh-huh. But as a beginning. Same chalkein v'sarasev is connected way, way back when the, when that, when there was either a malach or a kodesh himself was teaching you Torah in the womb of your mother. Mm-hmm taught you all of Torah mm-hmm. and then the Malach came and hit you on the, under the nose mm-hmm. and you forgot it all mm-hmm. but it was forgotten perhaps from our physical memory but it was etched into our neshama that's the same that's where, where our whole life's journey is to remind ourselves of what that there is a part of Torah that only I can contribute. What that means exactly, it could be through my support of Torah, it could be my, 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 my you know, every time a person sits in a shear and asks a good question to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe comes up with a great answer, that's your chalik in Torah. Mm-hmm. Right, the Rebbe is giving the shear, he gave the great answer, mm-hmm. but you brought it out of the Rebbe. That's why Chazal in the Gemara Taina says, and I learned a lot from my Rebbeim, I learned a lot from my friends, but from my Talmidim, I learned the most. Mm-hmm. So, and that all goes into the same Chalkeinu give our part, our part that we bring out of ourselves, our part that we, we get from our Rebbeim, our part that we get from our friends, and the part that we get from, as, as Talmidim. Every role is the same Chalkeinu And that's what Shavuos is all about. And this is what we, we, we transition during this essential time of journey from Pesach till Shavuos. In the Torah, it was a, it was a time of journey. Sfira Sa'imer is not about haircuts. It's not about not listening to music. That's a layer that was added. Like Ezra was misaking. And what was until Ezra? 
they read the Torah every week. They read it was the Takanas Moshe Rabbeinu. They read a portion of the Torah, not necessarily a whole parsha, right? In Eretz Yisrael, they read the Torah every three years. They finished it. There was there was a Takana of reading the Torah from Moshe Rabbeinu. Ezra was misaking that the org, to organize the, the how you double up parshas in order to make sure that the Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah you read Kisavai and the and the week before uh, Shavuos you read Bechukaisai because it had to be that was part of the the evolution of Torah. We needed a more a more vivid example to remind us. That Tichla Hashanah v'Kilaloisah and that Shavuos is a Rosh Hashanah, and to understand that, even though even in the Gemara it's it's a little bit uh, um, uh, you know unclear. Paris Elam, we have to make the connection. That's for us that we are fruit trees, and we can give off fruits, not just our children, but obviously our Chidushi Torah and our connection with Torah. And, and the transition between Torah Hashem to Torah Soi. That's the secret. That's the that's the, the the entire secret of the of the process. But the process was going from Mitzrayim where where we left Mitzrayim. When we're in Mitzrayim we cannot have we're limited in in our ability to connect with Ruchnias. We just about, as we read in the Haggadah, we just about were able to get out with the mitzvahs that Hashem gave us. Karpen Pesach and Kiddush HaChodesh and Bris Mila and, and, and the, the, you know, to put the tefillin and, and all these mitzvahs barely gave us a power to get out of Mitzrayim. And that's why Svir Sa'imer, as we read in last week's Parshas, Parshas Emor, the Torah tells us that Svir Sa'imer is usfartem lochem mimochras hashabbos. You read it from the day after we start the second day of Pesach, not from the first day. So the Sefer Achinuch already asks the question: Why not? Why don't we start from the first day? We are counting from Pesach to Shavuos. How do you mess up the count by not counting the first night? So then the Torah answers us and tells us: Miyoyim haviyachem es oimer atnufa, because you have to. Count from Sviras HaOimer, from when you brought the Oimer. The Oimer was brought on the second day of Pesach. And the counting is correlated to both being Mimachas Pesach from the day after we went out of Mitzrayim, says the Sefer Achina, because we didn't want to mix up the, the, the two things. The first night of Pesach is focusing just on Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and everything, freedom, what free, that we're free now, free to do what, and, and that, that whole idea. That we know we're counting from the carbon Oimer that was brought in the times of the Beis Hamikdash. But they took the barley and somehow this released us that we were able now to partake from all of the new crop from the new year. Right? And we count from there 50 days, 7 weeks, to Mimois they should be complete. And on the 50th day is, is Shavuos. Right? 
and, and it's called in the Torah Mincha Chadosha. That's when we bring the carbon, which is the carbon of the Shteh Halechem. It's the mm. first carbon that's brought from the new wheat. Wheat is also called the fruit. As we see, because the, there's a mandomer that holds that Automation, the Eitz Hadas was wheat. The Gemara in Sanhedrin. There's, one, there's many, it's not, wasn't, it for sure wasn't an apple. <laughs> the, one thing it wasn't, right? But but it, whatever it was, grapes and pomegranates or, or dates, you know, figs, a wheat is one of the examples. And we that's and and the car, the mincha chadasha the shteh halechem the two loaves of bread that are brought on shvuas. That was the first carbon that was brought from the new wheat. From the second day of Pesach, we can start eating all the for our own consumption. That's why there's no more problem of of uh, yashan. Now everybody keeps yashan a whole year, has it good now for the next few months. Because everything is yashin. Everything that that you know that was harvested before Pesach is now muta to eat, and therefore they, they can eat more broadly. But the first carbon that was brought from the new wheat, and that's a message. That's a message of this journey from slavery to freedom, and to understand deeply what that means. Where where lies the fruits of our labor? Some people call that their income. Some people call that their career. Some will call that their knowledge. Some will call that their popularity. How many Facebook friends they have. Some people will call that many different things. But what is the real fruits of our labor? That the, the Pasuk in the beginning of Tillam, David Amel told us. You don't go after people who are mistaken. And you go after your true desire your f- f- true fruits are in Torah Hashem. Then Torah so again it becomes your Torah that process. Then 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 the 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 fruits that you will give, which are really called your fruits, they will be they will be Torah Shapiro Yitim That the fruits that you give off in that that pursuit that will, that will be pure. And this is the process. So everything we find, the Sphere Sa'imer, is is all part of that process that we're going from Pesach till Shvuas. And the Sphere Sa'imer every day corresponds, we know, to the different levels of the Sphere, two countings you know, of the Sphere every day has a as a, a is marked with a you know uh, Teferes, Hoy, you know, and, and Malchus and, and everything else, which is very difficult to understand. But there, there are two special days that were marked during those that period of time. We have Pesach Sheni, which is always during Svira, was last Friday, and we have Lag Boimer, which of course is is during the Oimer, and it it it, it marks a they're almost at around the same time. The Gemara Kedushin says on Daflamet Chesam and Aleph when it goes through the when Moshe Rabbeinu died and how they traveled in the in the desert and in that last year so the the Gemara said the Gemara says that when they left Mitzrayim 
they had what was left in their they had the, the when they left Mitzrayim they still had food from the matzahs that they left Mitzrayim with that lasted until the 16th day of Nisan I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. When they left Mitzrayim, until the month started falling, Mun began. I'm sorry. The mun began. Rashi brings us on in Kedushin Lamed Chesam and Aleph that the mun began on the 16th day of Eir. That's when the mun started falling. Until then, they had what was left over that the, of the matzah that they brought out mm-hmm. from Mitzrayim, and on the 16th day of of Eir, which is right around. Pesach Sheni right around Pesach Sheni and Lag Boimer Pesach Sheni of course is is uh, Yudalad Eir Pesach Sheni was a very interesting phenomenon in Parshas Baal when it tells us about Pesach Sheni it describes it and it unfolds that it, it seemed to be something that Moshe Rabbein didn't know about right and that this is on page 778 in Parshas Baal It says that in the in the second year when they left Mitzrayim, they brought the Pesach on the fourteenth day of Nisan, regular Pesach. Now, there were people that were Tommy Mace. We learned in the Gemara and Sukkah, Machlekes, who were these people that were Tommy Mace and they couldn't bring the carbon Pesach? Either they were the people who what, who who were carrying the the coffin of Yosef and they were Tommy from that. Mm-hmm. Or they were the people who went in to b- take out uh, of an Aviu. But it was a very few, um, a few people. And those people came to Moshe Rabbeinu. And they couldn't bring the peasant. They came close to Moshe. And in front of Aaron. And Rashi says, why does it say Lifnei Moshe and Lifnei Aaron? Why does it say it twice? So Avada, they were sitting together in the base medrash. They were probably chavrusas, two brothers. It was very nice. They were chavrusas. 
because the, Rashi says if they came to Moshe and they asked Moshe what's the halacha, what do we do and Moshe says, I don't know do you think Aaron would know more than Moshe can't be, so they must have come to them together so why does it say Lifnei Moshe and Lifnei Aaron good question but they came in front of Moshe in front of Aaron and they were searching. They were they were coming to say, why? What was their where was their taina? Says the Torah Hakadosha in Pasuk Zion. They said the people came Why should we be left out? As Art Scroll says, why should we be diminished by not offering Hashem's offering? What do you mean? Why should we be diminished? Your tummy. <laughs> we go home and be happy that you, you you don't have to buy a lamb. But what were they asking? Loma Nigar, why does the Torah record this? Because their pursuit of this was because why should we be diminished? We want to be part of it. We Torah Hashem They desired to be part of the Torah and all of its mitzvahs. Moshe Rabbeinu appreciated that language and that pursuit and he told them come here come here come here, stand next to me we're going to hear what Hashem is going to command you and Rashi says wow how confident Moshe was that he's going to ask Hashem and Hashem's going to answer him. Praiseworthy, says Rashi. Ashrei. Which one? Ashrei. Zion? Uh, yes, the two lines in the bottom. Ashrei Yulud Isha. Praiseworthy. That same language of Ashrei Haish. Mm-hmm. Ashrei Yulud Isha. Praiseworthy is, is the. the Someone who's born to a woman, shekach mufta, they so confident. She calls man shu roitze hoyimadabri imashchina. Then, then Rashi throws in v'ruuya hoyse parshazu leheyomra alidei Moshe. Really, this parsha should have been taught to Moshe. Kishar kol atayra kula where at Sinai. El shazachu elu shetoymra alidei they were zeich. These people were zeich. Shemigalgulim schus al yedei zakai. It's a packed Rashi. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the crux of it. Moshe Rabbeinu was here teaching, and the schus was both to Moshe and to those people to show that Maimed Har is an ongoing process. The, the you know we can we can ask a, a basic kasha on shvuas. Mm-hmm. What is the holiday all about? We have no mitzvahs, no shayfer, there's no lulav, there's no matzah. Mm-hmm. What's the, what is it all about? Mm-hmm. What are we celebrating? Mm-hmm. And to boot, the Ten Commandments that we heard, that we openly got, were broken. <coughs> What's our Torah? The second luchas that were given on Yom Kippur. We don't even celebrate that Yom Kippur as a matam Torah. So the, the answer is that, of course, that is true. Whereas the, but Maimon Arsinai, we have to redefine what it was. It wasn't the, fir, the first Luchais. That wasn't Maimon Arsinai. Maimon Arsinai was 
Klal Yisrael's inner desire of Torah Hashem Chavzai to desire, to want, and make that their desire of Torah Hashem. That what that is what the holiday was, and that never was destroyed. You can break all the luchas you want. That was etched into the neshama of Klal Yisrael, and it's not a one-time thing. It's something that happens and recurs, not just every shvuas, but every day of the year of every person's life throughout all times. And this is the raya, because here. Second year after all, all of a sudden they want to bring Pesach, and a few people. How many people do you think it was? Two people, four people. How many people were carrying that Rosh Yosef? Four people, four pallbearers, mm-hmm. six people, eight people. How many? Maybe they had replacements. Ten people. Mm-hmm. Ten people out of six hundred and thousand men over twenty to sixty. Mm-hmm. Few people said no. Laman, you go. Why should we be diminished? Why should we be kept out? Again, a Torah Hashem Chefzer, they desired uh, from their very being, not looking for loopholes. Oh, good, I'll stay home. I can, you know, no Pesach this year. What can I do? It's very bad. I'm sorry that I'm Tommy, but I was doing a mitzvah. I was a Tommy for a mitzvah. So I gained a few bucks. Didn't have to buy a lamb this year. No! They desired to be connected. They wanted a Torah Hashem Chefzer. That's what remained. That was. Maimon Harsinai. So Moshe Rabbeinu saw, wow, Gvaldik. This is what this is what it was all about. And now we see an example of people who lived by it. They're on the they're on the journey. They wanted it so badly, and Hashem is giving it to them through them. Held it back from me for teaching it on Harsinai or in Mitzrayim when they taught Karpin Pesach originally, mm-hmm. it was held back from Maimars to show that Maimars is, is still evolving. It for sure evolved during Moshe Rabbeinu's time, mm-hmm. but it continues to evolve throughout all times. And this was the lesson of... of this was the lesson of... of, uh, of Pesach Sheni. Of Pesach Sheni mm-hmm. That Torah is a constant and ongoing journey. And and this is what this is what the the I think that Sfir um, Sahimer is all about. Before we go on, these gentlemen, <coughs> these fine human beings carrying the Aaron of Yosef, Atzmas Yosef, they went through Pesach Rishon, and it's like it hit them later, like. This is not good enough. Like in other words, they knew they couldn't bring, but then as time is going on, they're thinking, "Wait a second, this kid." They they were dissatisfied with the status quo. They said, "We can't live without." The, I mean, like they almost did. There was introspection. There was, there was a truth. Right. Like we can't do this. That's well, right. well, this that's is not right. fair. That's that's, that's, that's what it was. That's, that's not the, fair. That's that's what was going. That on. became uh-huh. part of the Maimon Harsina. That be- uh-huh. and Moshe Ben there was so confident. Mm-hmm. Why was he so confident? Because I see here. Mm-hmm. The con- continuity of Maimon Har Sinai. Mm-hmm. This is what it's all about. Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai Umasrul Yeshua. He gave over what? He gave over that people should have a desire to have Torah Hashem Chefzai. It should be their desire. And this is what Moshe Shapiro, in a beautiful piece that I just saw, mm-hmm. you know, says 
on the famous Tosis asks a question. He says, why do we have Kaifim Lahar Kigigis? Why do you have to force them? They said Nasa Vidishma. Mm-hmm. Famous question, the, the million dollar question. So Toysus answers, maybe they will retract when they see the fear and the fire and the smoke and everything yeah, at Harsinai. The guy's not on their head anymore. Right. Yeah. So what was, but asks Rav Moshe Shapiro, says, even, even without Nasa Vinishma, why do you ask from Nasa Vinishma? They were coming with such vigor from Mitzrayim to Matan Torah they were coming with they were coming with, with tshuva, they were coming with unity, they were coming with achdus for desire to come to Matan Torah so what do you need forget about Nasev even without Nasev so Moshe Shapiro says because he brings it from the Maral that the, what Akash wants is to know that Torah is is hechrach, is something that's needed and desired, and we can't live without it. That was Pesach Sheni. Pesach Sheni, they showed, yes, I okay, I can't bring him Tomei, but I can't live without it. Lomenigur, I can't live without it. Why you hold me back? I can't live without it. That was Maimon Harsinai. And that was this was therefore this became a demonstration of Maimon Har Sinai that again was the lesson of Kofim Harkigigis. Mm-hmm. That's what they learned by Kofim Harkigigis. Even though it's true that because of the fire and brimstone, they they Taka were scared physically, but in their Nishamas, Akushbohu etched in with Kofim Harkigigis that it's 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 a burning desire in all circumstances, and we see that by by Pesach Sheni that even though they had a great excuse, they're not looking for excuses, and that's what the Jew is about. That's what Shavuos is about to rededicate ourselves. That we're not looking for 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 the easy road out. We're not looking for excuses. We're going to go through that transition between Torah Hashem to make it Torah Soi through our Amelus Batoira and that's what the our Parsha here begins with. Bahar Sinai Lamor. Bahar and Bukhukhoisa, which are most often together. It's about what what did Har Sinai represent? And when we come to Parsha's Bukhukhoisai, where of course like the Gemara says are the the you know the brochas and the curses yeah. We understand how do you define bracha and, and curses? It's fascinating that that the Orachaim Kodesh. We don't have time to really go into it. If you look at the Orachaim Kodesh in the beginning of Parshas Bechukoisai, here's something that is unparalleled anywhere in the Torah. The Orachaim Kodesh has 42 pshatim in the pasuk in Bechukoisai Teleichu. Just in those words. In and they're numbered. You look at the Mikroskadoilas, they're numbered one to forty-two. And there's a whole story that I heard from Rav Shon Shadron's Zichronu of Racha many, many years ago about how, when when he wrote these, when it was revealed to him Minashamayim and when he he was Mechadish these forty-two. Why forty-two? Why stop at forty-two? 
Dafka 42. Dafka 42. Is that the number of stops in the desert, oh, too? So that's a good question. Uh-huh. It's an usual interesting but number. It's an interesting number. Uh-huh. But I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. every Sefer Torah, mm-hmm. every Sefer Torah, I mean every Sefer Torah, has 42 lines on each page. Really? Yes. Hmm. And it's not something that is written in the Shulchan Aruch. You look at the tour and the Rambam, the Rambam says like this, that there's no mention in the Talmud, but the Seifrim are noyig this way. It's an interesting category. The Kabbalahi biyodom, and this is a not a Kabbalah from not Kabbalah, but a Kabbalah biyodom in the hands of the Seifrim. Ish mi pi ish, man to man, vehein that the number of lines should be no less than 48. 48. But the Meforshim on the, mm-hmm. on the, Shulchanor, on the Rambam, mm-hmm. the Meforshim, um, I mean the, the Hagos Maimonis, which is the, one of the mm-hmm. early Arishan commentary on the Rambam, says that our Minig, Rabbi Yehuda Bar Tzaloni, Who's a later Rishon writes that it's not 48, it's 42. And where does that come from? There were 48 Masoyis in Parshas Masai, 48 travels, but we go 42. Why? Based on the Pasuk in, in Tehillim that says, Samaches Yud Zion. 68, yeah. Yeah, 68. Uh-huh. 17. Uh, 18. 18. Ribosayim Alfei Shinon Adonoi Bom Sinai Bakoidish. Bom mm-hmm. is Gematria 42. Uh-huh. And to boot, we have, we know the famous Posigan Shema, Vidibar to Bom. The mitzvah of, mm-hmm. of Limud HaToyra, mm-hmm. that is from that Pasuk, Vidibar Tabom, but Bom Sinai, Bakoidish. The lesson is something that comes from 42. And that's why this Kabbalah, Ishmi Piish, that's not mentioned in the Gemara. The Gemara talks about how wide the Urea should be. And it talks about many, many other things about the size of the, of the page. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine doesn't talk about how many lines? So strange. So is that strange? strange yeah. And that the Ramam says there's Dvorim Dechloyomer but Talmud. You don't find it in the Talmud. Ramam writes that you can take that to the bank. And Venogbu Seifrim Kabola Ishmi Piish forty eight. He writes forty eight, but the Beforshim says it's forty two, and it's because the journey, the journey. Of the Sefer Torah, the journey of Torah mm-hmm. through Moshe Rabbeinu's time, which was Torah Bichsav, mm-hmm. through Torah Balpeh, is a constant journey of what? Of every single person finding the same Chelkeinu Besayrasecha, going through that transition from Torah Hashem. Mm-hmm. It's outside of me, but it's a Chefzai. I want it mm-hmm. to transition it to Torah Sai. And this is what Lag Boimer is all about. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lag Boimer, the, the, what was... Excuse me, so 42, 
Lamais, like is that is then it was it forty eight stops or was it forty two? It was it was both. It was both. It was no. both. Mm-hmm. But that's both. the significance. But was that's the significance the, the is the connection of Sinai. That's what the and the, the Rishonim in the in uh-huh. the Rambam the uh-huh. Hagos Maimonides brings uh-huh. is Bum uh-huh. Misinai that pasuk in Tillim. Bum uh-huh. Misinai to connect the forty two to Sinai. That the message of Sinai, and that's what we're saying. The message of Sinai, the ongoing message of Sinai that we celebrate every single year, where it's the it's the Yom Tov where we. We 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 cr- we crawl out of our limitations and the clawless. We put that behind us, and now we start again. We develop. We dedicating ourselves to the Parasa Elon, the fruits that we can, the new fruits, the Bikurim, that each person can do, which is his connection and Chidushi Torah, his Chayfets in Torah. It's the message of Sinai. It's an ongoing journey, like correct Sinai That's and the right. journeys. It was from Sinai. There were forty-two That's journeys. Right. It's it's That's a journey. Right. This and this is what the Gemara says. Mm-hmm. The Gemara in Yevamis, Daf Samach Beis where it talks about Rabbi Kiva and his twelve thousand pairs of Talmidim mm-hmm. that died during this time. These twelve thousand mm-hmm. pairs of Talmidim that died, and says the Torah, says the Gemara. The, now we have a new pshat and what that means. We have a question. How is it that they didn't honor each other? Were they spat at each other's face? Mm-hmm. These are Khalila. I heard from my Rosh Hashiva of Rudiman. Khalila. Mm-hmm. These are Tamidar of Akiva. These are Halegatanoyim. Was that they. That they lacked an appreciation that everybody has their connection to Torah and everybody has their connection in bringing out everybody else's connection mm-hmm. that's the covet it's the covet hat Torah that each one that's why that's why it uh-huh. talks uh-huh. about uh-huh. 12,000 pairs uh-huh. each one in their chavrusa you know mm-hmm. has to bring out the best in their chavrusa mm-hmm. Says the says the Gemara mm-hmm. that after they all died during this period of time, these thirty-three days, the world was desolate. Shomem means desolate. Says Rashi, Torah Torah was forgotten. came once again, and he took five new Talmidim. Where were these Talmidim? These were leftover Talmidim. My, my Rav Rudiman said. They were left over. Mm-hmm. Of those 24,000, these five Talmidim were left alive. One of them was Rabshim Bar Yechoi. Rabshimin, Rabyesi, they were Mayor, Yehuda, Rabyesi, Rabshimin, Rabbalazar ben Shamua. Says the Gemara, Vehem, Hem, Hemidu, Torah, Baisashah. They, what is double Russian, Hem, Hem? Haim Haim Hamidu Torah, which is an amazing illusion to the forty-five korbanos at Miron two years ago. Haim is is Russian is gematria forty-five. Haim mm-hmm. mm-hmm. looks like bomb is forty-two. They were forty-five. Haim Haim, it's a double lotion. Forty-five. Haim Haim Hamidu. They reestablished Torah. Rav Shimba Whether this is his yard site. But he was the continuation of Rabbi Kiva. 
says Tzadok Hakoyen in a in a in a beautiful piece that is quoted by Rabbi Yaakov Hillel in his monumental work on Lag Ba'imer. Rabbi Kiva reestablished Toyshibal Peh in Klal Yisrael. Rabbi Kiva was the was the was the the person who, like Moshe Rabbeinu, lived 120 years, and he reestablished Toyshibal Peh in Klal Yisrael. He lived 120. 120 years. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. But we, okay. we can't, he says you can't celebrate Rabbi Kiva's death because he was killed so brutally, as the Gemara mm-hmm. tells us. But we celebrate his Talmud, Rabbi Shimbar Yechoi, mm-hmm. because Rabbi Shimbar Yechoi represented the message of Rabbi Kiva, mm-hmm. and the message of that Tersh Peh is ongoing, carries the Tersh Bechsav into the future. So Rabbi Ruderman said that what they lacked was appreciation of his friend's unique chalik? That's right. That, that's, that's, what, right. That's, that's what it means. That's what I'm talking Hamidu. Hamidu Torah And they carry the day. What's that language, Vehemidu? You know what that is? That's from Pirkei Yavis. Right in the beginning of Pirkei Yavis, it mm-hmm. says, mm-hmm. Um in the first parak, the first parak, when the first mishnah is uh-huh. Torah, Torah, um, have a badim, the 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 talmidim harbin. Three Stand. things: hamidu, mm-hmm. establish, mm-hmm. get them on their feet. Mm-hmm. And I go back to Parshas Baloyscha mm-hmm. for a second. What did Moshe Rabbeinu tell those people? What did Moshe Rabbeinu tell those people? He told them, "Imdu ve'eshmu, stand here with me." Mm-hmm. He stood them up. Uh, stand here. Uh-huh. He stood them up. That's ve'hemidu talmidim harbe. Keep the message of Harmaim and Harsinai going. What is the message? The message is that Torah from every single person is needed, and every everybody has something to contribute. And Rav Rudiman said in a, in a powerful message that he spoke to Torah Masorah, mm-hmm. that I have it on tape, and I listened mm-hmm. to it a hundred times, mm-hmm. and every time I hear mm-hmm. something new. Mm-hmm. Today, I, today I listened on the way here. Mm-hmm. Today I heard another message. Mm-hmm. He says, that's the message of Chinuch. Mm-hmm. Every teacher gets into the classroom mm-hmm. and teaches 20 kids. I don't care if Moshe understands it the first time, and Avram needs three times. Mm-hmm. Rav Prada had a Talmud that if had to teach it 400 times. Mm-hmm. That's not the message that you're teaching. You're not teaching Gemara or Chumash or Navi or Halacha. You're teaching the Hamidu Talmidim Har. You're teaching Heim Heim Hamidu Teira. Every single person has, is having his own mind with Har Sinai. Every person has a part of it. And every person can further Maimon Harsinai in their generation in their own way. Mm-hmm. That's the message that every Rebbe is teaching. God gave him a brain that he can understand it the first time or before the Rebbe and ask Akasha that makes the Rebbe go back to the drawing board. Good for him. God gave him that head. I hope he does something constructive with it mm-hmm. and not opens up another hedge fund. We need another hedge fund like a hole in the head, right? Let him open, a, let him support Torah, let him build a family and give every person of his family the message that Torah Hashem Cheftzoi. 
That's the message. That's the that's what Maimon are. That's what we're coming to Shavuos every year. That's Parshas Bechukaisai. Put the clothes in back. Rededicate ourselves to Torah Hashem Cheftzai. Heim heim hemidu Torah. These five Talmidim, and I'm sure Bar was the maybe the greatest, or he represented this idea more than anybody else, as we saw in the famous Gemara and Brachas that we mentioned so many times. When 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 Reb Gamliel was put was sent away from being the Nasi on Chavzai and Chavches in Brachas, mm-hmm. why was he sent away? Mm-hmm. And Reb Lozab and Azariah came mm-hmm. because Reb Gamliel had this bug in his head. Mm-hmm. Only Toicha Kibare could be come to the base manager. Only the brilliant, the the greatest minds, the Iluyim, and that was Sheker. And Rabbi Elizabeth Azariah came and the first thing he said, took away the, the guard and he added 700 benches, thousands of people. And that day, the Mesechus Edius was, was, was written. Mishnayis were written. Halachas were written. Interesting, the halacha of Amayni Vulay Amaynis that, 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 that proved that Rus was an appropriate member of Klal Yisrael that brought up Moshiach, brought David Amelech. To the forefront, Dovidor was living under the shadow of, of doubt. How, what, what, how, how did it bring him out? Because he passed, he passed an amoni, loyavu amoni bekal Hashem, amoni v'loy amoinus. Oh, man, male, not female. That's right. And that was one of the discussions that they had at that time. Look at the Gemara Chav Chesem and Aleph. And Reb Gamliel said, "Did I hold back Torah from Klal Yisrael?" And Rabbi David Trank in his book. Just love them. Quotes this Gemara. He used to drill it into his his Talmidim's head, and the Gemara says, Rabbi Gamliel says, "Oi, I see so many new Talmidim. Did I hold back Torah from Klal Yisrael?" And they showed him a little dream. Says the Gemara, "Veloihi, it's not true. Yeah, he held back Torah from Klal Yisrael, but." We didn't want to. They didn't want to give him a hard time, Rabbi Gamliel. But yeah, he was. He was mana monati Torah Yisrael. He did hold back Torah from Klal Yisrael. Get over that. He didn't know. They gave him a dream that they appeased him. But like, okay, now the doors were open. And who was the Talmud who orchestrated this whole? Revolution mm-hmm. says the Gemara was Ahu Talmud. Talmud Echad. The Gemara starts. Talmud Echad. Ton Rabbanah. Maisib Talmud Echad. There was one Talmud. N- not until the end of the Gemara and Chav Chesam and Aleph says. Which which Brachas. Chav Zayin starts the Gemara. Ton Rabbanah. Maisib Talmud Echad. There was a Maisib Talmud Echad. Shibolif Neir Bishua. We don't know who that Talmud was. And when we read the story, we think, boy, that guy's a Balash and horror. Mm-hmm. He's starting fights and revolutions. Mm-hmm. He's just a, a rebel rouser. Mm-hmm. At the end, when we see what he created, mm-hmm. and by bringing Reb Lozben Azariah, Haryana Kiben Shivim Shana, that he, you know, that he opened up the doors and allowed for Torah to flourish. Because who was born in that? Who, who came out in those times? The Mishnin Edius and this Halacha and Ben Zoyma, who darshaned what we have in the in the in the Haggadah, which is you know the beginning of our whole discussion. What what Chayrus means says the Gemara at the end, on the, towards the middle of the 
we look right here, look at look what I'm showing. Mm-hmm. Right towards the end of the Chav Chesam and Aleph, the Gemara throws in a little, a little, uh, uh, a little gift. The Oisay Talmud. You know who that Oisay Talmud is? Talmud Echad. Reb Shimon Bar Yechai Haya. That was him. It was Reb Shimon Bar Yechai. Little one. One Talmud. <laughs> And says it says the Ben Ishchai, why does it do it like that? Why doesn't say a beginning? Mm-hmm. Because you wouldn't appreciate who Rav Shimon Yechai was. Rav Shimon Yechai orchestrated the greatest evolution and revolution. Because what did he accomplish? He accomplished to get the doors open to the base medrash, and not on the deathbed on the, on the death of Rabbi Gamliel. He saved Rabbi Gamliel's life. <coughs> Because the only way to bring in Rabbi Lozim and Isaiah's Nasi would be if Rabbi Gamli would die. So they had to orchestrate that they would depose him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then without bring him back. Without destroying him. Without destroying him. So now, every, every, talk about living happily ever after. Yeah. This is what this is Rabbi Shimba Yechoi. Mm-hmm. Because Rabbi Shimba Yechoi represented Rabbi Kiva to the fullest. That every single Jew mm-hmm. represents Torah. Every single Jew has... Mm-hmm. Has has a mm-hmm. uh, something to contribute. Mm-hmm. Open up the doors, not not for the exclusive, for the Mitsuyan, mm-hmm. for the brilliant. Everybody has. Mm-hmm. Everybody can go through the process of Torah Hashem Cheftoi. That's what Maimon Harsinai was. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what, and that's only what it was. And because that's what it only was, we can celebrate Shavuos every single year. And we don't care that the luchas are broken. We're not celebrating the luchas. We're celebrating Torah Hashem Cheftoy. And Moshe Rabbeinu was mekabel that from Akash Borchu, or Masrul Yeshua gave it over to Yeshua and the and the coming generations in the Torah Shabalpeh. Rabbi Kiva picked up on it. Unfortunately, he had to go through losing twenty four thousand Tamidim, but he had five Tamidim left over. Mm-hmm. That's why Lag Boimer is a yomtiv. We, because the question is, what, what kind of yantiv is it? All the Tamina stopped dying because there were no more left. That's a yantiv. That's a yantiv. Yes, it's a yantiv because five were remaining. These were five remaining Tamidim, and one of them was Rabshim Bar And therefore, on his yard site, when he revealed Zohar and even a deeper level of Torah, and he said that Klal Yisrael are not just there for the open Torah, they're even Roi for the. Sisrei Torah, and he made Zohar available to the masses, and that's why all types of Yidden. You know, we had the schus of being Shabbos Hagadol in Miron with my family, mm-hmm. and you go to the Heiligat, you know, Tzion of Rav Shimar Yechai. You find all types of people, mm-hmm. not just the, the the brightest and the best, not just the the most anything. You find every type of Jew is drawn. Mm-hmm. The Torah Hashem, it's a magnet. There's a magnetic pull. And you see the clips from Lag Boimer, how people are so connected to the Tano Elokai Rab Shimon Bar Yechoi. They're connected as a draw. That draw came from Rabbi Kiva. That draw came from Moshe Rabbeinu as the continuity, as Rabbi Tzorak HaKoyin says. On page, yeah, in, in, in his Mimer on Lag Baimer, Reish Samach Dalit in the Sefer, um, as Yaakov Hillel so beautifully says it. And this is, this is what the whole Sphere Saimer, 
Pesach Sheni and Lag Ba'imer. This was that Akash Baruchus give us whatever we need, even up to and including mud, that we won't have any distractions from being able to to convey to ourselves and our families Torah Hashem Chavtsoi, and then Torah Soi can become your Torah. Don't let any Chavtsoi means like desire, desire, I want it. And that's what Maimon Har Sinai was, and that's what the message is, and then it can become Torah Soi to every person in every generation, man, woman, and children. And that's the message. And every, every teacher walks into a classroom, says the Rudiman. That's the, that's the message every single day. You came to the classroom, you're a Torah Hashem Chavtsoi. I'm going to teach you how it can become Torah Soi, how it can become your Torah, how it's yours and, and what you, the, your desire and your emotions, your connection, and maybe even your Chiddush Torah that you'll say, your good Kasha or your good answer, that's going to be your Chalik and Torah. And every kid would, would walk home with that. They would skip, they would dance home every single day and we would have a, a different Klal Yisrael and this is the this is the message that we're preparing for and, and this is the same message that every time we look into a Sefer Torah we see 42 lines right? we don't know why we almost don't, don't know why it says some Kabbalah the, from Ishmi Ish that every Sefer writes why was it left out of the, of the Gemara it's such an important fact the journey is this is the journey of Rav Shem Bar Yechai and you can see it love. once he you see it he loved the students and loved everybody and that's why everybody loves him yeah. that's why everybody's so drawn up to a Nebuch to, to make it an unsafe situation um, and, but we have we, we, they, they just love him because there's an inner love of Chayfet Tzaras Hashem Chayfet is alive and well have a good Shabbos